episode 51. VoiceOverTimes.com has come alive with breaking news, opinion pieces, celebrity voice actor stories, reviews, and tutorials. If you've been looking for a website that updates multiple times throughout the day, you'll want to go to VoiceOverTimes.com to get your fill. You can subscribe for updates via email and be ahead of the curve. So just go to VoiceOverTimes.com. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Vox Talk, the voiceover industry's number one podcast, brought to you by Voices.com. It's about voice acting, growing your business, and sharing your knowledge. Vox Talk is a show that you can be a part of. Getting involved is both fun and rewarding. It's time for this week's episode of Vox Talk with your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Hi there. Welcome to the show. If you're a first-time listener, I'm glad you found us. Now let's move on to the news. The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. Our top story features Don LaFontaine, the legendary movie trailer voice and industry giant. After a recent stay at Cedar sinai Don has quite the story to share about both his procedure and health issues he believes are present because of it. To learn more, go to Vox Daily as linked from the show notes and be sure to add your support and well wishes. 27 people have already left a comment for Don. The more comments there are, the better he'll feel, so head over now. Moving right along, have you started on your New Year's resolutions yet? A few minutes of sitting down to distill your goals for the upcoming year in your voiceover business can mean hundreds of dollars in prizes for you. Mark Cashman of Cashman Commercials and Julie Williams of Voice-Overs.com are celebrating the new year and their new telecoaching services by holding a contest with great prizes to be won, including an hour of telecoaching from both instructors as well as some goodies from Voices.com. Want to learn more? Enter the contest at the voice-overs.com forum and include your voiceover resolutions for 2008 to qualify. That link again is voice-overs.com slash forum. To wrap up, voice talent Bob Sauer has completed a job that was literally of biblical proportions, weighing in at 774,000 words. You guessed it, Bob narrated the Bible. Read a feature interview with Bob Sauer as he shares news about his journey narrating through the all-time number one bestseller and the greatest story ever told from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. Also, stay tuned for the podcast and listen your way through the Bible over the course of the next year. To read the interview, go to Vox Daily at blogs.voices.com slash voxdaily. Helping you grow your voiceover business. Earlier this week, voice talent Karen Clark uploaded a video to YouTube. Now, it wasn't just any video. This happened to be a video with her voice narrating an environmentally friendly political television spot. And now since it's on YouTube, it doesn't hurt to air it here, does it? Check this out. Changing bulbs is one thing. Taking shorter showers is another. Weather stripping is one thing heat is another. If we all did just one thing every day to save energy, that one thing would lead to another. And we wouldn't just be saving one things. Our one things would be saving another. Find your one thing and add another at onethingct.com. 
I'd like to ask you, since we just had Karen on, have you found your voice on YouTube or narrated something specifically for a video to be published on YouTube? Be sure to send in your feedback at Vox Daily or email me at stephanie at voices.com. Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape. As always, I'm pleased to present our crew member, Adam Fox. You're listening to another Defiant Digital Podcast for Voices.com. Here's your host, Adam Fox. Hey folks, and welcome to another edition of the cast. Today I want to talk about a topic that, uh, well, all of us are utilizing this every day. Uh, It's part of our normal business, and uh, we certainly want to um, protect ourselves in the environment here that uh, with this digital age, it's easy to send the file, and sometimes it's hard to get the client on the other end uh, to align their schedules to make sure that they have uh, taken care of the invoices that we've generated for them. So today I'm going to talk about watermarking. Watermarking is a certainly common practice, and all of us are... Um, utilizing it every day and I just want to again this will be a a great discussion for the people that are just getting into this uh, and hopefully help them avoid some confusion and uh, hopefully uh, avoid any kind of uh, misunderstanding that the clients might have uh, by how you lay in your watermarks into your demo tracks. It's always a good idea to watermark uh, especially if it's a new client and you're unsure of um, how their billing system works and and really um, what kind of uh, uh, cycle they use to do their billing Everybody does it a little differently. So it's always good to have a system in place that will protect you and will still allow you to be able to give a demo to the client that they can listen to and uh, have it be balanced where the watermark isn't going to be so obvious to them. Um, It it will be obvious, I should say, but but won't be um, distracting from the actual demo that they're receiving so they can make their judgments based on your voice. So I've got a couple of samples. This is just something that uh, it was a demo I did a couple of weeks ago and uh, just wanted to shoot this your way and uh, see if we can kind of discern uh, the differences between demos. The first one I'm going to play for you is the demo itself without the watermark. I was born and raised in Egypt. Cairo is my home. I love it here. My name is Hossam Abul Magda. I'm a video journalist and my work takes me all over the world. Now this second one I'm going to play is a demo with a watermark that I think all of us can figure out is obviously too loud and uh, uh, is definitely something that is distracting from the overall demo. I was born and raised in Egypt. Cairo is my home. I love it here. My name is Hossam Abul Magda. I'm a video journalist and my work takes me all over the world. So when we hear that, what do we think? Ouch. Yeah, if I was a, an advertiser that was listening to something like that and I heard that, that would probably end up going in the round file, as much as I hate to say it. You can have a great voice, but it's all about presentation. So if you were to uh, send something like this as a demo to a client, um, you, you would probably end up in the round file, I hate to say. So this third one is really kind of how I set out most of my demos um, that are watermarked. And it's a just a small 50 millisecond blip. It's a one kilohertz tone and it's mixed in uh, way way down in the mix it's not so subtle that that I can't hear it or that the client can't hear that it's being watermarked but it's definitely not something that is so over the top it's going to distract from uh, from the demo itself I was born and raised in Egypt Cairo is my home I love it here my name is Hossam Abul Magda 
I'm a video journalist, and my work takes me all over the world. So that's kind of how I end up putting my demos out, and uh, I haven't had any complaints yet. Um, I'm sure I probably will after this uh, piece gets out of people telling me that it was either too loud or too short or too long or, or what have you. You know, hey, everybody does their things differently. And that's the important thing. Do what feels comfortable for you. These are just kind of some guidelines to help you, um, you know, hopefully greatly increase your chances of success and uh, you, and decrease your chances of having somebody uh, hear a watermark that you put in a demo and say, ouch, you know, because that's definitely the ouch factor is something we want to avoid when we're uh, submitting stuff to an advertising agency or a new client. So kind of a quick one today, but I also wanted to cover the uh, the listener show, which is coming up, we only have one topic left. We have one topic left, and we need one person to fill it. So, uh, pick up your uh, pens and pencils—you know, your electronic pens and pencils—that is—and write me here at uh, adamfox.voices.com or at the Defiant Digital website at defiantdigital.com and throw your name in the ring. We'll get that final topic covered going to be a great show i'm getting some submissions in now people are uh, starting to put their things in i'll just give you a couple of teasers we got kara edwards we got jesse springer we got david and stephanie cicerelli and also bob oakman so we uh we're definitely looking at a big uh episode here and i just can't wait to put this thing together so get in contact with me and we'll get that uh last topic filled and we'll start putting that show together and we'll all revel and enjoy in the memories right all right well i hope you're staying warm out there folks stay warm stay dry i love your families and uh, until next time bye for now thank you adam if you want to hear more of adam and who doesn't check out his blogcast at defiantdigital.com vox box sharing your audio feedback all right, here we are in the Vox Box. Now, today I have something a little bit strange, kind of funny. In fact, I think you'll like it. A court in Naples, Italy called Mickey Mouse, Tweety Bird, Donald Duck, and his girlfriend Daisy in a summons. They're part of a trial of a Chinese man accused of counterfeiting products of Disney and Warner Brothers. Listen in as Bob Bergen, playing both the role of the interrogator and of Tweety Bird, reports live in this mock trial in Naples, Italy. Please raise your right wing. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Please state your last name for the court records. Uh, Bird. And your first name? Tweety. Uh, Mr. Bird. Well, sometimes I'm referred to as Tweety Pie. So technically I have two last names, Bird or Pie. Uh, yes, for the purposes of the court, we shall refer to the witness as Mr. Mr. Bird, if, uh, if that's all right with you. Oh, yes, that's fine. Uh, Mr. Bird, please state your occupation. Uh, cartoon canary. And Mr. Bird, how long have you been a cartoon canary? Well, let's see. Easily over 60 years. Uh, Mr. Bird, do you have any knowledge of counterfeit activity regarding your character or likeness in Italy or other European markets? Oh, gracious, no. To my knowledge, I've never been counterfeited or illegally reproduced in Italy or Europe. That would be a contract violation in which I would be due lots of residuals, according to my representation. Are you aware of any counterfeit activity regarding your likeness or character in the China market? I have absolutely no knowledge of any illegal counterfeit activities in the Orient. Beetle counterfeitish. Uh, the court will strike that last comment, please. Sorry. To read the story in full, you can go to the news website, voiceovertimes.com. And 
And that's our show for this week. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. Thanks for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed, you can go to iTunes. Look for us there. If there's anything you'd like to go back and find, just go to the Vox Talk show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash Vox Talk. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.